Welcome back to Animation Deliberation. It's the podcast where we take action, animation, and cartoons seriously, but not too seriously. On this special episode, we're covering Disney Plus's The Simpsons, The Good, The Bart, and The Loki. And joining us is special guest, Melissa Khalil. We're going to get right into that right after these ads. When it's time to give a truly special gift to that special someone in your life, why not turn to a jeweler you can trust? Solomon Brothers Jewelers is a family-owned business that's earned Atlanta's trust for decades with high quality, low prices, and the largest selection. Solomon Brothers has thousands of wedding bands, engagement rings, and loose diamonds in stock. Shop Solomon Brothers online at SolomonBrothers.com, SolomonBrothers.com, or stop by stores with locations in Buckhead or Alpharetta and experience the best. Sing along if you know the words. A one, two, three, it's time for animation, deliberation, a conversation and a celebration of our favorite action animated series. Yeah. Dope! (laughs) Welcome back, folks. It's Animation Deliberation. I'm your host, Jay Scotty St. Clair, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the man you heard hopping in there at the end of the song, Mr. Zuhair Ali. Zuhair, what's up? How you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good. Good, good. And as I stated at the top of the episode, we have a very special guest joining us today, our resident Simpsons expert, Melissa Khalil. Melissa, good to have you. How are you? Thanks for being here. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. I've never been on Animation Deliberation before, so I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. We're still a relatively new show, but we are a part of the Stranded Panda Network, and you are definitely a what's the word i'm looking for you're a a driving force for the the network in terms of the trivia the trivia questions i know you have a tiktok that you drive so definitely excited to get your voice on the show and give you the opportunity to highlight some of the things that you're doing for the network ah thanks yeah yeah of course so we are covering this this disney short this crossover between a long-standing animated series that i'm sure everybody's familiar with the Simpsons, plus one of our favorite franchises out there. It's kind of nice to get this synergy uh, with Disney, you know, buying up everything out there. It's nice that we can kind of celebrate the monopoly that's going on in, in ways like this. So what did what did you guys think about, about the short? Just initial impressions. It was short. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot shorter than I expected it to be. I mean, I kind of just watch Simpsons in passing. Yeah. And it just happens to be on. It's not something I've, like, really dwelled into. Mm-hmm. But one of the ones that I really love was a Star Wars crossover. So when I heard about it, I was expecting, like, at least an hour movie. Oh, okay. And then when somebody mentioned it was only six minutes, I was like, oh, this will be quick. Yeah. Uh, it was entertaining enough that I, I wanted a little bit more, but it was it was pretty hilarious with whatever they did drop in. Yeah, I, I had not seen the previous uh, Disney Plus short that they did for Star Wars. I think that was called The Force Awakens. Like The Nap Awakens. It was something with Maggie. I forgot. I think I've got it here. What was it? Oh, it wasn't even that one. I'm talking about the crossover from like 10 some years ago. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about The Force Awakens from its nap. And I was going to ask if either of you guys had seen that. Oh wow! I'm dumb. I'm getting it mixed up with Family Guy. Never mind. Ignore me. Oh no, you're you're good. That I think that's that's an easy comparison to make. I, it's it's a good opportunity to kind of talk about our exposure to, you know, The Simpsons and whatnot. I very much am more exposed to Family Guy myself, and obviously I'd seen the crossover they did with with Star Wars and year pa- years past and whatnot. But The Simpsons has always been around. It's like going on like its 31st 
season now, and the only reason I know that is because it debuted like a month before I was born, so it's it's always kind of been in the ether there, but I myself have kind of an aversion to The Simpsons because I had two fictional characters that scared the crap out of me and traumatized me as a child, and one of those was Tim Curry's uh, version of Pennywise from the It, it uh, TV movie from the 90s, and then the other one was uh, Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons, mm. who was voiced by Kelsey Grammer. So That's very fair. <laughs> now, Melissa, The Simpsons is one of your, your favorite animated shows, right? You might not be the biggest animated fan, is that fair to say? Um... I think so. Like, The Simpsons is just one of those, like, comfort shows mm-hmm. that I will always just have on in the background. Or if there's, like, you know, a point in time where I just want to, like, watch something and kind of turn my brain off, The Simpsons is one of those shows. So, okay. Yeah. Do you- I-, I want the audience to know that we were doing SpongeBob impressions before recording. <laughs> so take her dismay for animation very loosely. Yeah. That's a classic, though. You oh, can't yeah. just like SpongeBob. Yeah. When I say dismay, it's, it's kind of... It's tough. No, it's it, tough yeah. to get around because I don't mean to say yeah you don't like animation, but I th- it, there is a stigma when it comes to animation. Not everybody seeks out you know animation first and foremost, and there's nothing wrong with that. But just you know, on this podcast, we obviously really ce- celebrate animated stuff. So, mm-hmm. and we always celebrate Marvel stuff. Yeah, true that. True that. We are big Marvel people here. Uh, do you have a favorite character from The Simpsons, Melissa? And did they make an appearance in the short? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm always a big fan of Lisa. Ooh, okay. I feel like I just connect with Lisa the best. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's not the most fun character. Okay. But, like, everything she says, I just, like, relate to. So I love that she was Thor in this mm-hmm. short. Yeah, that was great. And I, <laughs> I love that she was worthy, because, like, everything Lisa does is just, like, for the good you know like for the good of the planet for good of other people you know like lisa's very you know i don't know what i'm she's trying captain to say. springfield she's captain <laughs> springfield i don't know what i'm trying to say but lisa's just a good person and i really admire that about her so i'm very glad that she was worthy enough to wield mjolnir yeah i, I loved when she inherited the power of of Thor and was flying off across the sky and she's like, goodbye, self-esteem issues forever. (laughs) I know. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. stuff. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling all of us appreciated that line. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, I mean, honestly, if I like, you know, hulked out and all of a sudden gained a ton of muscle and could fly, like, Mm -hmm. that's what I'd be thinking too. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you you talk about hulking out, and we got you know that great moment with uh, I believe the character's name is Ralph, but they recreated that moment from 2012 Avengers, where it's it's always been one of my favorite moments of the MCU. It still always gets a lo- audible laugh out of me. But when you know Hulk slammed Loki <laughs> and said "puny god," so I, I appreciated the fact that the short was very short, but it was a very self-contained and a very Loki story. It's he's the trickster god and from what I know about the character of, of Bart, he is very much that, that trickster as well. You know, eat my Asgardian leather shorts or, or what have you. <laughs> uh, so given how short the episode was, I did appreciate that they continued to mock the MCU, even with like the post credit scenes. And then we had like the animated, uh, like painted backgrounds while the credits were like scrolling through. Did you guys have any standout 
characters there. We got a lot of cameos. Like, not everybody even got speaking roles, but we got to see a, a lot of stuff going on in the background. I think the treehouse being Groot was my favorite. Nice. Good call. <laughs> that was a good one. I loved the WandaVision callback with the Van Houtens. Oh, okay, cool. It's like cool. the Mr. and Mrs. Van Houten being Wanda and Vision as Maggie's just like bored watching it on the couch. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Yeah, good call. And that's actually, I, I'm glad you bring that up too because that made me appreciate the fact that they had that, that scene with Renslayer. When it comes to animated stuff, even when it's a little more stylized and simple, like the, the Simpsons or Rick and Morty or Family Guy, it still takes a lot of time to make it happen. So that really speaks to the level of collaboration that had to be going on behind the scenes in order to, they had all the backgrounds, right? They even had like, you know, the timekeeper shifting faces set up behind Renslayer. And I just love the meta nature of that joke. Like she basically acknowledges the fact that this very much could be the, the Loki that we're seeing in that series, just having crossed over to this variant timeline of, of Disney plus or what have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that too, and I wanted to talk to you guys about that as well, because that episode of Loki was only, what, like a month ago that that first episode came out, and like with Renslayer being the, you know, judge where she's kind of prosecuting Loki. Like, I, mm-hmm. I like five I, weeks ago, so yeah. Like, that's not a whole lot of time to make even a, you know, 90 second cutscene like that was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty impressed, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. I do believe that Tom Hiddleston was the only voice actor from, you know, the MCU forthright to reprise his role. I don't think uh, Gugu Mbathu Ra was doing the voice of uh, Renslayer. Okay, it was Don Lewis. He was doing such a good job, too, especially when he was, like, mocking Odin and Thor. So, like, you see, like, the range of his voice acting ability as well. Oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, oh. So uh, this is, she's uh, she's an American actress, best known for her role as Jaleesa Vincent Taylor on A Different World. But uh, not super with not super familiar with her work outside of that. Or are you talking about Loki? I was talking about Tom Hiddleston mocking Odin and Thor at the beginning of the episode. Gotcha, gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and that was just a great trope there, too. But yeah, I had to write down all the things that he was on trial for because it just made me laugh so hard the first time. It was so meta. (laughs) (laughs) What you got? Philosophically opposing predeterminism. Uh Crossing over into forbidden areas of Disney+. Plus. Lost it on that one. Mm. Taking two spots in the goofy parking lot. (laughs) Being more popular than all the other heroes. A lot of people have said that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, having a British accent when you're supposed to be from Norway. <laughs> Promising to be good and breaking your promise a zillion times. Making us sit through numerous end credit scenes hoping they advance the story, which we had two end credit scenes in this one. Mm-hmm. And would you please wash your nasty hair? <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, making us sit through post credit scenes hoping they advance the story because I was thinking the same thing because like the main part of the episode was really only like two minutes yeah and like that got done where Lisa flung Bart Loki into into the sky and I was like oh is this it like was this was this the short and then watching the credits there was like three credit scenes Mm -hmm. I was like this is this is an odd format so I'm really happy that they just acknowledged it as the Simpsons usually does in that sort of meta way (laughs) yeah 
And it's something that MCU has done as well. Like at the end of Iron Man 3, when it was just that silly therapy session, uh, at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming, where Cap gives like the whole thing about patience. Mm-hmm. So it's something that like is kind of common between both these areas of like, we know you're going to wait and we're going to have fun with this now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, obviously, the short, its nature was very tongue-in-cheek, and, and that speaks to the humus, humorous nature of The Simpsons. And, Melissa, you talked about The Simpsons kind of being like a comfort show for you. But I have to ask, I really haven't paid as much attention to it in recent years. Does it have, like, a strong... Um, what's I'm trying to think of the right way of, of putting this, but does it often have, like, you know... I don't want to say a political message, but, you know, a, a larger message at play, because I couldn't help but notice one of the post-credit scenes that we didn't really highlight on is when Loki's being the, the bartender when he's uh, imitating Mo, and then basically has his speech about how, you know, the glass bottles are, are ruining the planet. And then earlier on, when he duplicated the pork chop f- for Homer, they kind of made allusions to how terrible this is for the environment. So it just kind of made me wonder, as, as much as we're getting laughs and stuff like that, there is that little bit of through line that makes you think a little bit. Is, is that something The Simpsons often does? Oh, a thousand percent, okay, yeah. Cool. And I think that's one of the reasons I love it. Because mm-hmm. it's, you know, got that real-world connection, but it does it in, you know, a humorous way, but it also still makes you think about the real world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I get, that's one of the reasons I love Lisa, I'll be honest, Mm. we share, you know, a very similar political view. Sure. And like that scene with uh, Loki being Mo talking about your planet dying. I was like, I've never related to Loki more (laughs) than this moment right now. (laughs) Being like, this beer sucks and your planet is dying. (laughs) That's a glorious purpose we can get behind. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Works for me. (laughs) All right. Well. As far as the short goes, I think I've, I've covered everything that I wanted to highlight on, unless you guys had any other standout moments, any standout jokes, any of the characters in the background that you wanted to make mention of. Now's your time. Oh, oh I had a background one. Okay. What on earth was Flanders doing in his Ant-Man suit? <laughs> oh, I like, love his, that. His butt was really defined in that, in the <laughs> way that he was posing. He's wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. I don't, have you seen that episode? It's like a really, I think that's got to be like season 10 of The Simpsons, where okay. Flanders is skiing in a really tight, like, ski suit. Okay. And, like, his butt is just bulging out of the back. <laughs> okay. and, like, so was goes, it a callback to that? I, I think that so, because I noticed it. I, like, noticed huh. it. I was like, is, is that, like, a callback? And now that you mention it with his, like, you know, butt bulging out the back, I was like, I think that's <laughs> what they were going for. Like, that scene from 20 years ago. Where, you know, Homer is just like stupid, sexy Flanders because he can't get the image of Flanders in his <laughs> skin-tight snowsuit out of his head. That's awesome. All right, so we've got America's ass and Flanders' ass are canon in the MCU now. I like it. As it should I love be. That it's, I love that it's Ant-Man, too, like the person who said the line right. about America's ass. <laughs> oh, look, yeah. look at that connection. Good stuff good stuff and then the only one that looked like he was like serious in that montage what's um i'm forgetting what bart's friend's name is with the glasses millhouse 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 i like how he's the nerd and they put him as hawkeye who's like stereotypically the useless character Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but he was the only one that had like this face of determination on there i was like that's appropriate i guess yeah (laughs) 
There were a few characters I noticed in that like whole assemble kind of moment mm-hmm. where I was like, I've not seen a connection between some of these like Simpsons characters and the heroes they they put for them. <laughs> like Whoa. um Okay. Who you got? Like Agnes Skinner was Black Widow. Okay. Like um Mo was Vision. That was an odd one to me. Yeah. Um Barney is Iron Man. Well, for that one, I think it's the alcoholism, because in the comics, Tony Stark has a, a whole demon-in-the-bottle storyline, so I, I think they're kind of mm. uh, giving a little bit of a nod there. Fair. It's been th- Plus, his armor popping off of his gut was wonderful. <laughs> oh, it was. And him hanging, out, hanging it up on the clothesline in the credits. Yeah. Um, I've got this. I've got the still of the comic book guy as Thanos, and I'm looking at some of the characters in the background. Uh, who's who's uh, Doctor Strange? Is that the is that the like the dentist character? Oh, Doctor Nick. Oh, is that Doctor Nick? Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Then Doctor. Doctor. I, I don't know about that uh, scene in the credits. I know in the like assemble kind of moment. That was Dr. Nick. Okay. It does look like it's Dr. Nick now that I'm looking at it. and I didn't realize uh, now that I'm looking at it, they're all actually being dusted away. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. one's being saved. So <laughs> Co- knowing comic book guy, he probably just dusted everybody. Yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> I'm trying to think, what's his uh, best wish ever? <laughs> or worst power glove ever. I don't, I, I don't know The Simpsons well enough. I know that was kind of his little thing, right? It is, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Okay. I wrecked my pants in a whole new way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ralph. Dude, him, him throwing Loki around and just being like a squeak toy the whole time was hilarious. Just, ha ha, he. Yeah. After hearing the Hulk's like aggression and then just going to the squeak toy, I was like, what is going on right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, Privacy, lo- please. And I love Ralph's line, just being like, you're not nice. <laughs> like, it's such a Ralph line, and then he just hulks out. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Simpsons version of the Hulk, and I love it. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> I hope they do more. Like like you said, it definitely left me wanting to see more. So it's uh, the synergy works. I'm already, you know, completely bought into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This makes me kind of want to go back and, and revisit the Simpsons, despite any childhood trauma, I, th- I think I can overcome it. You're a big boy now. <laughs> okay. Well, with uh, with that conversation out of the way, I did want to, you know, use this opportunity. We've got Melissa on here, and I, I kind of highlighted some of the things she's working on at the top of the episode. But Melissa, I, I open the floor up to you to let us know what you have going on in the network. You know, as far as trivia goes, or can we expect to see any any the good, the Bart, and the Loki? bonus questions <laughs> Ooh, probably not Aww. considering anytime we ever put any non-mcu questions in trivia it becomes a big old gate as uh. i'm sure anyone who's attended trivia has noticed so okay. okay well there's that one loser that always gets a uh, double overtime so you could probably mess with him by throwing those questions in there just a suggestion <laughs> yeah that zoo guy i don't know who he is but i mean He's a real it's a little piece embarrassing. Of work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and but then, yeah. Yeah. So that's on uh, twitch.tv slash stranded panda TV. We do that Wednesday nights at 7 central. Usually some music starts and then uh, trivial will start around 7 30 normally. And Melissa, 
appears with the guys from the MCU cast, or the host from the MCU cast, I should say. Ash is there as well. And then you also recently were working on the TikTok to do the 100 Days of Thirst for Chris Evans, a.k.a. Captain America. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about yep. that and the success there and, and maybe any future campaigns you have coming up? Sure. So like Scotty said, we just finished up the 100 Days of Thirsting over Chris Evans, and those videos are all still up. So prep yourself for a marathon of videos if you haven't seen any of those. It's a ton of fun. Um, nothing specifically planned for TikTok right now. Okay. I mean, just posting more MCU-related videos as they kind of come to my brain. I know I posted a Black Widow one at uh, the night before that came out a couple days ago. Hmm. So check out the TikTok. There's always some fun stuff going on there. I know Matt does a lot of theory videos too, which are super awesome. So cool. at Stranded Panda on TikTok. Right Give us on. a follow, some likes. It's a ton of fun. Very cool. Hey, can I ask a question while I have both of you on here? Of course. What'd you all think of the What If trailer real quick? Ooh, yeah, actually, I'm glad you, you asked that. If I was already incredibly excited for What If, but now that we have a release date, a concrete date, and they dropped the trailer, you know, like, they gave us a month's notice, and I, yeah, I couldn't be more more excited. It looks absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree. Like, obviously, you guys are the animation experts, but watching it, I was like, the animation mm-hmm. just in the trailer was incredible. Yeah. It looks so good. Like, it looks so good in the way that, like they made the characters look like the characters from the movies was outstanding. Like how Tony Stark looked in the animation. Right. Exactly. Like he looks in the movies. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, It's a really interesting technique. It really kind of reminds me of that classic Disney style meets the live action, especially when they had that close up of Thor kind of, I can't remember exactly what his line was, but it's, you kind of, he gives that oafish kind of lovable, dumb guy line about oh explain it for everyone else of course i know but just like <laughs> really good detail on on, on the face there i'm i'm I, I'm sound like a broken record here but i'm, I'm so excited for it mm-hmm. yeah it's gonna be a bittersweet feeling of hearing chadwick boseman's last performance Ooh, as well correct oh, yeah i know yeah he had like the one line in the trailer i think it was the last line of the trailer too wasn't it i think so but mm. i was just like oh that's uh, a heartbreaker because yeah. that doesn't seem like that long ago, but I think we're coming up on almost a year of his passing. I believe it's so. It's not over a year. Is it? I, well, I think it was I mean, August, if I'm not mistaken, but don't, don't. Okay. It's just like, oh, it's like, it's, it still hurts. It still hurts. Oh, I'm not prepared yeah. for whatever yeah, episodes August he's in. Yeah. August 2020. Whatever, yeah, you, you said it perfectly. It is bittersweet. I mean, as, as sad as his passing is, I, I do kind of cherish and relish the, the fact that we do get this final performance from him. And it's he obviously has a huge body of work that everyone should, should go out and seek all the things he did. But obviously here, T'Challa was one of the ones that spoke to, to so many people, myself included. So glad to, mm-hmm. to see that, that performance once more. And in an entirely new context, that's what's great about What If?, MCU fantasy is going to be rough during this show. <laughs> oh, good luck to the sucker who's running that. 
<laughs> I'm gonna and get so many hate messages. Congrats Why are they to the uh, this guy. <laughs> congrats to the competitor that's completely crushing everyone else on my particular team <laughs> or league, I should say. Are we in the same league, Scotty? Yeah. I forget. We okay. are. Yeah. Well, no one's in my same league. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. You're completely (laughs) right about that. You're in a league of your own. You may be in my league, but you're not in my league. (laughs) It's a good time. Yeah. Good time. This was fun. Thanks, uh, guys, for being here. I'll go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in. That's T O O N I N. Stay whelmed. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Animation Deliberation Podcast, a proud member of the Stranded Panda Network. If you would like to contact us, you can email animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at animationdelib1. For this and other great shows, you can visit strandedpanda.com or join the great community that is the Stranded Panda Chat Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash svchat. Tune in next time, and remember, stay whelmed. At Solomon Brothers Jewelers, their customers always come first. They're a family business that has been setting the standard of customer care for over 30 years. They have thousands of in-stock options for wedding bands, engagement rings, and loose diamonds, and can promise the lowest prices at the highest quality. A diamond marks a new chapter in your life. Trust Solomon Brothers experts with commemorating the most precious moments in your life. Visit SolomonBrothers.com today to begin making memories. Whether you're trying to get a break from the grind or grinding to break records, running for balance or burgers, only one thing counts. You're out there step after step, mile after mile, and we're out there with you all the way. Visit your local Nike store today to find your perfect pair of running shoes. No matter if you're setting the pace for the pack or flying solo to the rhythm of your own kicks, you're one of us. You coming? Come run with Nike at your local Nike store today.